0: studio 6b on a monday night 8 p.m on the east coast just getting the week started glad you're a part of the show real america's voice as always aaron and fran holding it down slick rick's gonna do some sports tonight rick delgado's gonna do the news glad you're in lots to get to tonight Slick Rick, how are you? Doing great, big day. How's it going? Very good. Very big weekend. I'll get to the concert review here in a second. Mr. Delgado, how are you? I am well. Uh, another big weekend for you. I know you were traveling. Yeah. Both of you have concert reviews. so yes. we'll, we'll get to those in a second. Speaking of music, I just want to start by quickly saying I hope that um, Tori Kelly is going to be okay. Oh, yeah. Great singer. That. Yep. Rushed to the hospital after collapsing today. Wow. Uh, doctors find blood clots oh, that's around all of her, um, I guess, as they put it around all of her, uh, essential organs, I guess is the way I read it.
1: Um, I have a story about an NFL player as well that has the same issue broke today.
0: Tori Kelly's getting care in the ICU. They've discovered clots in Tori's legs and her lungs and are working to determine if there's clots around her heart. So uh, not good news there and she's extremely young 20 I bet I she's got to be early 30s 30, yeah
2: I um, read she was 30
0: and that girl can sing that girl can sing the phone book and make it sound good and slick you said you have a story about it? and then there's a sto- also a story I don't know if that's the same the Cleveland Browns guy is that your story
1: Yes, yep, I do I have a story I'm in the Cleveland Browns I'll get into that in a little bit um, But yeah So, uh, concert this weekend We saw the uh, Jones Beach Theater Which is on Long Island Great outdoor venue If the weather's right It's one of the most perfect nights Sound was beautiful We saw the Culture Club Which was a big band in the 80s Actually, they won Grammy Best New Artist in 1984 They had 10 top 10 singles Sold over 50 million albums So we got to watch that concert it was fantastic We also saw Howard Jones Who was another great uh, actor He had 10 top 10 singles Back from 1986 to 1989 And then also Berlin, which is a great uh, alternative rock band from back in the early 80s, Rick and I were talking about. So, great show. Of course, security, they scoped me out. I got to go in with a (laughs) crazy—not crazy, a nice (laughs) outfit. They want to know when I'm going on stage. And then as I'm leaving, the guy, one of the security guards, goes— Good night, Prince. And that was it. My wife cracked up. So we had a lot of fun. Good stuff. Good show.
0: All right. Very good. Um, So what I was saying was, and thank you for that, um, that um, your story on the Cleveland Browns guy is about blood clots, I believe. And then I also saw, did you see the um, guy, the soccer guy who fainted? On on air, oh live the announcer on air. Yes. oh I
1: did watch that yes, yes. live on air yeah, that was yeah. a
0: scary scene this weekend and I don't know what the full reporting is on him yeah Marquise Goodwin is
1: the uh, Browns player right. that I'll Marquise talk about Goodwin that see, is the yes. Browns player
0: and then yeah. the soccer guy collapsed live on air yes on ESPN yes. that was scary too yeah. he's in the. Uh, in the, I don't know if it's ICU anymore, but he's still in getting. He's in stable condition.
1: I understand he's he's going to probably be okay, but yeah, I mean sometimes it's just dehydration, but who knows? Could be, could of be clotting as well. I don't of know. Of
0: course, it could be. It could be. But like we well, said, discourse. we're seeing just an awful lot of this stuff going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. An awful Maybe. lot of this stuff going on. A little so, too much. Uh So we'll get to all that in the news. We'll get to all that in sports. Uh Mr. Doug Adams Slick Rick went first. Let me come to you. How was your trip to Gillette Stadium and the Luke Combs concert? Uh,
2: I must say it was a a great show. Totally great show. Don't listen to Luke Combs. Don't know his music. One of the kids, it was a birthday present. So it was like, all right, let's go. Uh, we uh, We did the road trip. I got a lot to say about the road trip. Is Budget, a, a budget Rent-A-Car a, a sponsor? No, they're not. All right. Because after tonight, they'll never be a sponsor. <laughs>
0: that's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's why we have the show, right? To hammer people who deserve to be right. hammered. Hammer them. For Spe- regular people who would have done this, they have yep. no recourse to tell people about it. Right. Well, you do. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, go
2: ahead. But let me, get, let me get back to the show first. Okay. Because the show was awesome. Luke Combs, like I said, don't know his music. Uh, didn't listen to him, but it was, uh, you know, Kayla's big fan, wanted to go see it. Birthday present done. We're going. We go to Gillette Stadium. First time Gillette Stadium where the Patriots play. Great night. Great atmosphere. People are in the mood. You know, American flags all over the place. Everybody's in boots and hats. Uh, some people look like you. I thought I saw you there with the big yeah. black hat. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, you know, we get in. And the the opening artist, they had like three or four opening, uh, I think it was three, four opening uh, acts. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Luke comes on. Um, The other two, the two that we saw, the one female, I forget her name. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the list of who was on the show. Yeah, Um, She was great. Then we saw the other dude who went just before him. And he was really good. You don't take notes at this concert. uh, What what am I walking around for? You know, the guy Uh, with the guitar, hat, yeah. Right, yeah, (laughs) that guy. Um, Come on, Rick. And then, of course, you know, the headliner, Luke Holmes comes out. Now, he started just before 9 o'clock, put on about a two-hour show, awesome, just hammered, just playing, 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 not a lot of yap, 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 a lot of fun with the uh, crowd. Um, But one thing that stood out was... It seemed like, like I said, I don't listen to this guy's music. I'm like, oh, I know that song. Oh, I know that. Song. There was a lot of times I was sitting there going, oh, I know this song. So yeah. I, I, I actually do know his music, a, a good portion of it. I just don't, you know, I just don't know him, so to speak, as the artist. Because mm-hmm. you hear something good on the radio, you just turn it up. Then another song comes on, and you change the station. Uh, that kind of thing. But he was, he was awesome. He was just, and I think you mentioned this too, that he's one of those guys who just comes out and just starts. Banging out the songs right yeah and that's that's the way he did he came out did four right off the bat didn't say a word then he starts you know getting the crowd into it Laney Wilson was one of his uh, one of his openers I believe
0: oh Laney Wilson yes okay well she's fantastic
2: yeah she was pretty good um and there was another guy who was who had a lot of songs that everybody seemed to know so I think he's a kind of a good name mm-hmm. uh, but I, I couldn't tell you okay. uh, but other than that it was a great show no woke nonsense no nothing no woke nonsense then they had this kid come out for the make a wish thing which was really really cool to see i know you you mentioned it i
0: saw that that was making its rounds on social media yeah
2: that poor kid man man he came out he had his Luke Combs shirt on he just wanted to be out there and and sing
0: his favorite song um yeah. you know fast car he took one look at 63,000 yeah. people and got so <laughs> scared he was thinking he was thinking better of this idea oh yeah It was cute, though.
2: Yeah, but he did it. He, he, you know, toughed it out. You know, Luke kind of helped him out and kind of, you know, coaxed him into it, and the kid let it loose, and and everybody was singing along with it, so it was a great moment. Um, Sure, that kid's never going to forget that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, very good. I'm glad you guys both had good concert experiences this weekend. Yeah. Um, So there's a lot to get to. Um, I watched some TV this weekend, and, again, these Sunday shows are just uh, – they're just, un- they're just unwatchable. Just unwatchable. The only thing I saw on a Sunday show that was worth watching was cut one, Aaron, if you have that. This is the only, only truth I saw on any of the Sunday shows. If it wasn't Fat Christie, or some of these <laughs> other people, they're kamikazeing themselves against DeSantis and uh, Trump, which is basically all that these Sunday shows are going to be now through the primaries. Because the Democrats can't run against their opponents. They have to smear them. They have to attack them. And they have to have some kamikaze, like Christie, who will do nothing but just go after them, go after them, go after them, so they can be loved by MSNBC and CNN and, of course, um, The View and all of that. So, that you know, Geraldo and Christie and... Uh, I saw the dumb governor former Governor of Maryland, or maybe he's the current Governor of Maryland still. I don't know uh what's his name there he's a Republican oh he's very upset he says so i I'm, I'm I'm kind of distressed that no one's catching any um trump's fifty percent no one's really gaining any ground. Larry Hogan says Larry Hogan's very upset that no one's gaining any ground against trump can't figure it out well okay there's a reason you can't figure it out because you're 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 the anti everything that people like about Trump, which is why they don't like you. Which is why you can't figure it out, because you're clueless. So you've got, that's your usual suspects running around all the Sunday shows. But I did see this on Smirkanish, which was maybe the only minute and 30 seconds of actual uh, honesty. Roll that, Aaron.
3: In something titled, Why is Joe Biden so unpopular? Andrew Romano writes <laughs> that at this point in his term, Joe Biden is the second most unpopular president in modern U.S. history. Jimmy Carter was the first. Romano cites polling data from 538, where Biden's approval rating 910 days into his term stood at just 39%. Yeah.
0: That's it? That's all you got from all Sunday? That was it. (laughs) Everything else was just utter nonsense, for the most part. I didn't watch every second of every show, but the ones I was able to see, you know, they just do their best to line up these guests knowing... You know, you'll see... Christy will be on every Sunday show going forward. Every week, he'll be somewhere. Right. Mostly over there with little Georgie. Because that's his only job, is to be a kamikaze pilot. That's it. And I hear the craft services there are outstanding. And there's others, too. Uh, but DeSantis, as much as Trump always gets it and has got it since 2015, the smeared jobs and everything else, DeSantis is now starting to pick up his fair share of it. And, of course, this weekend, he got... Because of the vice president lying, and then of course the media running with it on how the that the, the governor of Florida is now somehow pro slavery. Oh yes, you heard me right. <laughs> You're kidding me. Pro slavery, yeah, oh yes. Yes he is. As a matter of fact, here is the vice president which kicked all of this off, cut three, Aaron. Roll that.
4: Just yesterday in the state of Florida, they decided middle school students will be taught that enslaved people benefited from slavery. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us, and we will not stand for it.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Now, this is a woman who is um, the vice president of someone who um, said... In uh, 19, not, not, not 18, 45 or 75, but in 1975, that he did not want his kids being bust um, with African-American kids because he thought that they would resemble them living, uh, I believe the words he used was, in a racial jungle. That's Joe Biden. That's oh. your running mate, who you so uh, eloquently reminded us, might be the last eloquent thing he ever said in the debates when you stood next to him and hammered him about his views on busing. This is a Democratic Party, the Democratic Party of Jim Crow, the Democratic Party of slavery, the Democratic Party of um, the Ku Klux Klan, uh, what, what do they call them? The Grand Cleagle out of West Virginia. That'd be one Robert Byrd who became the Senate Majority Leader for the Democratic Party. But they are But this... They're going to tell us that the governor of Florida is pro-slavery when none of them have taken any time to actually look at the curriculum that was passed and, and have even a semblance of honesty about it. Not, not even a semblance of honesty about it. And of course, the mainstream media runs with it. Cut four, Aaron. Aaron. Oh, we don't have time for cut four. We'll save cut four. We'll get back to that. I have a lot on this tonight because again, the Democrats cannot run against their opponents. They cannot run on ideas. They cannot run on their on, on debates. They cannot run and have discussions. They if they cannot smear, if they cannot dehumanize, if they cannot put you in a box, if they cannot tear you down, if they cannot use their media arm to push to the um to the to the silent drones out there that it's our way or the highway well then there's they have nothing and that's all they do and he's the brunt of it this past weekend and i'll continue with that when we get back we'll also do sports and news lol the day we have coming up lots of news on hunter biden and devin archer this week The hour live from Studio Six B on a Monday night. So, Rick, obviously, you don't know David Lee Murphy. A you do dust know on the David bottle. Mur- no,
1: you don't know David Lee Roth either.
0: <laughs> yes, I do. I know David Lee I'm Roth. Just so Um, <laughs> you know what? You know what's interesting about Kamala Harris um, going after the governor of Florida, or any Democrat that that for that matter, going after any Republican. Since we were the party of Abe Lincoln, we were the party of the. Uh, mm-hmm emancipation where the democrats were the party you know in the early 1800s the view one of the views around the black race was they simply weren't able to uh care for itself and they would be better off served under a care of a master early 1800s and slavery only needed great only needed greater compassion and if you just fast forward to today, that's a view that's really still held by the Democratic Party, which is so interesting. Just replace master with government um, and that's what the Democratic Party view is now of government that they're there to take care of uh, their voting block and 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 the the whole party that's why Democrats promote government assistant programs for African Americans. They still do it. so we don't need any lectures from Especially Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, especially Joe Biden. Given that uh, he threw in in his early years, of course, with people like Eastland and uh, segregationists like that. And And he belongs to a party that consistently worked against abolition and against emancipation, unlike the Republican Party. I mean, if we want to get into a history of the Democratic Party and remind Kamala Harris what we're talking about here, about Jim Crow, Woodrow Wilson, we can get into FDR. We, We could just really dive in if we want to.
2: Yeah, don't forget the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Passed by Republicans because Democrats didn't want to vote for it.
0: We just saw what happened with affirmative action. We can get into that. I just talked about Robert Byrd. We can talk about that. I mean, we don't need any lectures from Joe Biden or Kamala Harris on on the Republican Party and 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 the African American community and slavery and the history of all these things. It's not even a, not even a conversation to be had. But you know, it doesn't matter because she says something like that, and she, the, the, the clapping drones there. <gasps> they clap. Oh, oh my God! I can't believe this. They don't go read it. They don't go look at the curriculum. They don't actually go see what's in it. They go watch The View the next morning, and Whoopi Goldberg spouting <laughs> off about it.
2: Believe me, if you're getting your, your news from The View, oh, um, you're out of focus. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: We have Whoopi, I think. We'll do sports. Let's do, uh, what is it, cut four, Aaron? Cut four. This is the next morning. After the vice president gives this this comment on slavery in Florida, and then you hear all day about how the governor's pro-slavery, this is whoopee the next morning. Roll that. Wednesday, uh, Florida's
4: Board of Education approved... What they're calling standards for uh, African American history. I feel like they didn't talk to any African Americans because we could have told them about the history. Nor have any anyone seemingly gone to the Smithsonian to find out anything. You know, there are all of these. Yeah, because that's what we do former slaves who have given their testimony. You can go to the Smithsonian and hear them. So apparently they all think it's a lie, Uh, but the board uh, defended the standards. I'm sorry for laughing because it's so shocking. Vice President Kamala Harris went to Jacksonville to give her thoughts. Let's take a look. They want to replace history with lies. (laughs) Middle school students in Florida To be told that enslaved people benefited from slavery. (laughs) High schoolers may be taught that victims of violence, of massacres, were also perpetrators. I said it yesterday. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us. And we will not have it.
2: Us. She, She makes it seem like she's part of the group
0: now. Yeah. that's a, that's funny that is such an astounding brazen lie that it is it's I'm not I don't even have time left to calculate it or put it into proper terms so we'll do that afterwards uh, so right now though let's do some sports and sports is brought to you by Mike Lindell and my pillow use our code LFS 6b. Check out Slick Rick. What's going on? Wow, speaking of history, let's go to the greatest American sport in
1: history, and that would be the rodeo. Big D, that is the best sport there is. Utah, Days of 47 rodeo. Salt Lake City, Utah. Underway. Here we go, Big D. And we're right through uh, the 24th, which wrapped up uh, tonight. He's got second round Jess Brown, three and a half seconds on steer wrestling. Team roping. We got a tie Jason Tucker and Dalton Pierce, along with Dawson Graham and Dylan Graham, four seconds flat. Tied down roping. Second round. Riley Mason Webb, six and a half seconds. Barrel Racing, Sarah Rose pack 16.74 tenths, $117,000 payout. We'll have more rodeo coming up in the next segments. Only 10 games in Major League Baseball rolling today. Uh, we'll get to them right away. Important one with the uh, Cincinnati Reds and Milwaukee Brewers for first place tonight. Orioles 2-1 to one over the Phillies, end of six. Middle of the sixth, the Na- Rockies blanking the Nationals, four zip. Also, Royals four zip over the Guardi- uh, Guardians there. That's the top of the sixth we got the uh, Mariners and Twins just underway in the fourth there. uh, No score. Reds uh, trail the Brewers 1-0, bottom of the first. The Rangers 2-0 over the Astros mid-first. Earlier today, Tigers beat the Giants 5-1. Cardinals, Diamondbacks, Pirates, Padres, Blue Jays, Rodgers all coming up. Dodgers coming up a little bit later this evening. We'll have scores and update on that. Brian Harmon wins Open Championship for first major title. This is an AP report. Brian Harmon continued his domination at Royal Liverpool Golf Club, firing a 1-under 70 over his last 18 holes to finish 13 under, capturing the Open Championship for his first major victory in Hoylake. England uh, Harmon, who took the lead on Friday morning and held on for the remainder of the tournament, fired four birdies in Sunday's final round. He edged the fi- field by six strokes to claim the Claret Jug and a three million dollar first place prize. Not bad for four days' work. Rain and wet ground didn't seem to bother the number twenty six player in the official world golf ranking. He made fifty eight of fifty nine putts inside ten feet over his four rounds of play. Number three John Rahm, number twenty four Tom Kim, and number twenty seven Jason De- Jay. and oh, along with number twenty eight. Sepp all tied for second place at seven under. Number two, Rory McIlroy, the tournament favorite. He tied for sixth at six under under. and one more quick one big D Hamlin battles booze field uh, to reach victory lane at Pocono AP report from Long Pond Pennsylvania Denny Hamlin returned to victory lane Sunday at Pocono Raceway a year after his first place finish was thrown out giving him a track record seven wins and 50 overall in his cup career Hamlin gave Toyota its 600th NASCAR victory Hamlin passed Hall of Famer Jeff Gordon for the second straight year for most wins at the trioval track Hamlin and his former Joe Joe Gibbs Racing teammate Kyle Busch had their one-two finishes stripped a year ago by NASCAR for aerodynamics violations. I remember that. That made Hamlin the first disqualified Cup winner since April 17, 1960, when the great Emmanuel Zervakis victory at Wilson Speedway in North Carolina was thrown out because of an oversized fuel tank. <laughs> Hamlin and Kyle uh, Lawson bumped and battled over the final laps before the three-time Daytona 500 winner pulled away on the final restart and won one with the caution flag out, leading a sold-out crowd. Poking. Largest since 2010 to shower Hamlin with booze. They don't like any kind of cheating there, so that's why they're on him. But he doesn't care. He says, "Bring it on." He's a winner, and that's that big deal. That's a wrap in sports.
0: All right, very good, Slick Rick. Thanks. We'll do some more sports. Sports is brought to you by our friend Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Use our code LFS6B if you're shopping there. <clears throat> It'll save you 10 to 50, 60 percent off most items. Great stuff from Lindell. You can go to the page just for this audience: www.mypillow.com/lfs6b, and you'll see all the best deals, including that pillow deal: nineteen ninety eight for the queen size, twenty nine ninety eight for the king size pillows. Uh, for the twentieth anniversary of My pillow. It's going on right now, so check it out. All right, more to do live from Studio Six B. We'll do some news with Delgado. We'll get back into the um, Kamala Harris nonsense. And then we'll get to Joe Biden and his son. White House takes a um, somewhat different position today, although people, I don't know if they noticed it. We'll talk about that. From Studio six B on a Monday night. Glad you're a part of the show as always. Hope you had a great weekend. All of our friends in the getter chat. We didn't do an official roll call here at the top of the show, slick Rick, but all our usuals checking in. I see Pyro Fritz in there. G a r h forty three forty five. I see Troy seventy one. I see a lot of people in there. I saw some people said they got their shirts today. That's oh, nice. uh, great. We're always trying to keep up with those, whether it's free ones for people who are sending in the My Pillow receipts. We're trying to keep up with those or uh, just orders on the site live from Studio6B.com. Great new stuff over there, released three or four or five new designs over the weekend. Uh, so make sure you go to live from Studio6B.com. Check out all the new arrivals. Make sure you sign up. The great news section continues to put out great stories each and every day. The blog uh, for I'm sorry, the forum for uh, the audience to uh, talk to each other, post questions and polls and all kinds of stuff is great. Very active uh, over there now. So make sure you head over to livefromstudio6b.com at least once a day. You should head over there, if nothing else, just to read the news stories and get caught up on what's going on. Those are updated at least once, if not twice or three times a day, uh, throughout the day. So livefromstudio6b.com is where it's at. Make sure you go over there. Slick Rick's been doing sports. Aaron and Fran holding it down. Lots to get into tonight. LOL of the day coming up. Plus a bunch of stuff on um, what's going to happen this week with Devin Archer, uh, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, their relationship, their business relationship in the White House today. Jean Pierre. Taking a different little tact when asked the same question that she's been asked before. Wasn't exactly the same answer think people took it as the same answer but actually if you parse the words not exactly the same answer so we'll get into some of that as well uh we'll get into bidenomics and why the american people are not just not buying it and not feeling it um and of course the press briefing room every day is really not at this point even worth watching because all's it is is her coming up with one more fantastical (laughs) thing to say yeah that's just built in fairy tale land Uh, whether it's bidenomics whether it's the um whether it's the economy whether it's biden's relationship with his son i mean it's just all just one i mean just one outrageous lie after another and then obfuscating the questions and not answering them it's just like there's literally nothing you get out of the press briefing every day there's nothing to get out of it nothing there's no serious questions that's Oh, somebody today. One of the very, very important questions was: Did you see the new, um, uh, the new movie, the new uh, whatever that other movie that's out now that's supposedly big? I don't know. Some, I've never heard of it. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oppenheimer, oh. Did you see oh. the Oppenheimer oh, yeah. movie? That was the yeah. big question of the day. She, they asked her that question. Yeah. And she and she said, "You know, I knew I was going to be asked this question. Of course you did. Of course you did. Yeah.
2: Did did she refer them no, to she a different office? No, she didn't say that the movie bombed." <laughs> We can't really talk about the movie because of the, the Hatch Act or something? Some uh, yeah, that. I
1: don't know. So she went to see Bobby.
0: Mm. All right, let's do the – no, she's going to see that, though. She said I'm more of a Barbie girl, I yeah. think she said. She's going to go see that, that okay. heaping pile of trash. So. <laughs> uh, let's do the news here. News is brought to you by Early Treatment Meds. Our friends at Early Treatment Meds, all one word, earlytreatmentmeds.com. I say that a couple times because I get emails every week saying, hey, I went to early – and then they'll – I don't know, they'll put like TRT – for treatment instead of spelling out treatment. I'm like, well, that's why you're not going to get to it. <laughs> you're not going to get to it if you don't spell it out. Early treatment meds, all one word.com. Use our code LFS6P at checkout. What's going on, Mr. Delgato? All right. Well, you mentioned Devin Archer. Well, guess what? He's the big news today.
2: I don't know if you saw, but he's now been scheduled for a closed door meeting next week, next Monday, I believe it is. To talk about Hunter Biden and his uh, his business dealings that included his father, current President Joe Biden. Uh, this story from the New York Post. Hunter Biden put then VP Dad on the phone with business associates at least two dozen times, mm-hmm. according oh. to ex-partner Devin Archer. From as the great said, uh, Miranda Devine today. Yes, it is. And uh, I, just, I just wonder, are we now on suicide watch for Mr. Devin Archer? Uh, Hunter Biden would dial his father in.
0: If he was a chef at Obama's, we would be. You
2: have to watch the uh, paddleboard there. Uh, Would dial his father, then Vice President Joe Biden, on speakerphone into meetings with his overseas business partners, according to testimony expected before Congress this week from Devin Archer. The first son's former uh, best friend and business partner, Archer48, who's facing jail jail time for his role in a $60 million bond fraud, is scheduled to testify to the House Oversight Committee about meetings he witnessed that were attended by Joe Biden, either in person or via speakerphone, when Hunter would call his father and introduce him to farm business partners or prospective investors. We're looking v- Looking forward very much to hearing from Devin Archer about all the times he has witnessed Joe Biden meeting with Hunter Biden's overseas business partners when he was vice president, including on speakerphone, according to uh, Representative James Comer, the committee chairman. One such meeting in Dubai late in the evening on Friday, December 4th of 2015, after a board meeting of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which was paying Hunter Biden $83,000 a month as a director, Archer, who was also a director is expected to testify that after dinner with the Burisma board at the Burj Al Arab hotel he and hunter traveled 6 miles north to the Four Seasons Dubai at Jamariah Beach to have a drink with one of hunter's friends while they were sitting outside at the bar uh, Vladim porzarski a senior Burisma executive phoned to ask Uh, where they were because Barisna's owner needed to speak to Hunter urgently. Can you ring your dad? Soon afterwards, the two Ukrainians joined Hunter and Archer at the Four Seasons and asked Hunter to ring his dad at the time. It was early afternoon on Friday when they put the call in. Hunter then called his father, put him on speaker, placed him on the phone, and uh, introduced the Ukrainians to Joe Biden by name. So that's just some of the stuff. That we're hoping to see uh, Devin Archer start to unpack for this committee uh, coming up next Monday. Now, they were supposed to do that, they were supposed to start today. Um, and then it was moved to later this week, and now it's been put off to uh, next Monday, according to this from Benny Johnson.
0: I think it's been moved three times now yeah. due to his scheduling conflicts, I guess. Yeah. So we can only hope that that's actually truthful, and that's what it is. And right. then. Maybe he's got some security around him. He may may want to make sure he's got some between now and then because um, you know the Bidens, the Clintons, the Obamas. When they, you know, I'm sure there's they like you know they huddle up when these things start to get when it starts to get hot in the kitchen. No right. pun intended here. Um, you that, just you might want to think about just making sure you've got some reinforcements around you.
2: Yeah, and you remember the uh, the second whistleblower for the IRS was concerned about his own own. Safety. Yes, he was. And, yes, he was. Uh, you know, this coming <laughs> safety about talking about somebody in the government. Why? Because, well, maybe I might end up dead. Mm. Um, so yeah. hopefully that doesn't <laughs> happen to Devin Archer. You wonder,
0: y- you know, you think about Devin Archer. There's I wonder why Tony Bobolinsky has not been called by any of these people.
2: Actually, from what I understand, he's sk- now scheduled to uh, he's going to be uh, testifying.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. That's that what I
2: heard. Work. I don't know when, but I heard that now he's going to be called.
0: Okay. Because you, you have to think that he has, he's got to have as as much, maybe not as much as Devin Archer, who 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 Hunter Biden called his best friend in business, who really at this point has absolutely nothing to lose, to other than to let loose. Uh, Bob Bobolinsky, you would think, has got to be a great supporting cast to whatever they already know or, or are going to hear from him, to corroborate certain things or offer up new things, given what he knows. And now the Oversight Committee tonight has a new possible scandal out. Have you, have you seen this? No. What is that? What About Hunter Biden's artwork. Oh, yes, I oh. did see that. Oh. It was only worth $8 million? Maybe another little pay-to-pay little uh, scheme going on. So maybe if you have time, you can get into that. Delgado as well. But here, So here's the question from the press briefing today that was probably the only, what is this, uh, 31 seconds that was worth listening to. Uh, and it was this question, and let's pay attention to her answer. Why don't I actually send the audio to you, <laughs> well, other the audience, than to let loose, so you could actually hear? And uh, uh, Then I could maybe would turn, think turn has off. has got to uh, be a great supporting. Ca- oh God, that would be awesome. Sorry about that. All right, here we go. Here's uh, here's the answer. Or a question and answer. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse
4: me. Has evidence that uh, as Chairman James Comer today says that the oversight excuse me, has evidence that the president in the past communicated directly with foreign business associates of his son Hunter Biden many times. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. Business. So I've been I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. It I just is. don't have anything
0: else to add. Oh, oh. Well, you don't need that anything because that alone is enough that anyone who actually cares or paying attention can talk about. Because that is a different answer. That is a different answer. Now we're going to parse the actual language of in business. She said, now today, the answer is the president was never in business. Before, the president had never spoken to his son. Now it's. The president was never in business. Hey, what does in business mean? Don't worry about it. We'll figure out what it means when we need to try to define it. It's kind of like a woman. We'll get to it. We'll figure it out. He was never in business. Not exactly um, never spoken to.
2: Nope. And this is something we've talked about before, where it's, it all comes down to how they parse the language. They're lawyers, so they have to parse the language. You've got to say it a certain way, so we leave that little sliver of deniability. The problem is, the question was never in business. As you listen to the question from the reporter, she said, talked about business. And we know we've got maybe hours of video—well, not hours, um, but a lot of video— of Joe Biden said, I've never spoken to my son about his business. About. We've never spoken. They don't speak. Now they're going to, now the, as you as you point out, she's she's saying in business. Well, again, that's not the question. Rewind the tape. Can you answer the question that I asked? See, that's, that's not the part where the reporter pisses me off. Because the reporter should be paying attention and be like, wait, that's not the question I asked. I asked you, and we have it because we've played it many times on our networks, him saying we never spoke about business. Can you answer the spoke about business part? That's on the reporter, and that that's that's what really infuriates me about some of the reporters because they just let that stuff slide because now that's the new talking point. Now you're going to hear that on The View. Well, he said he was never in business with his son. Oh, well, now that's, that's the new standard. But that's going to change because, again— We know from the testimony Um, they had 20 shell companies and Joe Biden was listed on some of those and he had access to some of that stuff. So either you're in business and you're a silent partner, maybe, is is that could, could we say that? I don't know. I guess we'll have to go and look
0: that up, too. Let's remember what Joey said back when he was a candidate.
3: The president's accusation
1: against you stems from your son, Hunter Biden working on the board of an energy company in Ukraine while you were vice president. Do you agree that that could at least create the appearance
3: of a conflict?
0: Look, what I agree is with that there's not a single solitary thing anyone said that was done wrong. I don't discuss business with my son. I didn't know that was the case and when, in fact, I found out after the fact. And because I don't discuss things with my son or my family, because I don't want to have any knowledge of any. I don't want to be accused of, well, you talk with your son or you talk with your whomever. And so the fact is, though, everybody's looked at that. He did nothing wrong. Zero. I
2: love how they throw it as everybody looked at that. Who's everybody? Well, I don't know. Yeah, uh, all. yeah.
0: I mean they looked at it. The Me, That's Hillary, it. and um, and Barack. We all looked at it. Nothing wrong. Move on. We all took our cut, and we said, "Okay, you're good." <laughs> exactly. People <laughs> are like, such dirtbags.
2: They're just dirtbags.
0: We'll the hour live from studio 6b on a monday night let's do some more news and here with that is rick delgado what's going on
2: Uh, well if you're a uh, resident of new york city well your mayor wants to let you know uh things are getting a little dicey in
0: there so uh things got a little dicey with him at his press conference today with somebody who either i don't know if she was on a bus or riding a bike or something but really she let him have it a couple f-bombs here and there and oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) yeah my kind of new yorker <laughs> and then uh, of course he kind of laughed at her uh, and he says oh you think i'm you think i'm you play i'm playing around with homeless people or something she was giving him the business on homeless people or something or other i don't know what she was but um these these big cities like new york i mean i'm before you get to your story i don't yeah. know where the story's going but I, I i saw some business owner in san francisco put up on social media that uh, he had gotten beaten up from a homeless person going out to take his garbage out to the corner, and he had just had enough. He said, I'm just sick of it. You cannot do anything in this city if you were a business owner. You never feel safe. You never know what your shop's going to look like the next morning when you come in, and you mm-hmm. can't even take the garbage to the corner. That's insane. It's so insane. So... Uh, so what's, uh, what's your story?
2: Well, uh, he's uh, playing his role. New York City Mayor Adams is telling migrants, "says no more room at the inn, basically. Yeah, New-
0: the inn being New York City. <laughs>
2: exactly. New York City Mayor Eric Adams has told migrants, "says no more room in the city as officials start to evict asylum seekers out of shelters, despite more buses arriving from the southern border. The city will distribute flyers at the U.S. Check this out. Now the city is actually distributing flyers at the US Mexico border telling newly arrived migrants to consider another city and limit shelter stays for adult asylum seekers to 60 days like that's what the that's what that's what a uh, an illegal immigrant's going to do like oh you know what they tell me 60 days i have to leave oh okay they already crossed the border they ain't leaving after 60 days the flyers would seek to combat misinformation at the border uh, like New York City has money to give you, and convey that the city would help migrants find other housing or take the next step in their journey, hopefully a step to another city. Uh, the mayor announced in, in an announcement, the New York New York is bound by a decades-old cons- consent degree in class action lawsuit to provide shelter for those without homes. As more migrants have arrived, Adams has called the immigration crisis a disaster, has tried a range of approaches to housing them from tents to relocating them to other parts of the state Mm -hmm. as well, and none of it seems to be working. He declared a state of emergency in October of 2022, and has called on President Biden, a fellow Democrat, to provide more resources to help migrants get work permits. Thousands of, and uh, thousands of those migrants uh, arrived on buses sent by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, a Republican who tried to shift the burden and successfully did so uh, to receiving them from Democratic strongholds. Two groups advocating for New York City's homeless population uh, said in a joint statement they were reviewing the legality of the new 60-day shelter limit. So uh, now, of course, Mayor Adams is under fire. He's getting his butt kicked. The city's getting their butt kicked. Like Damon said, it's dangerous if you live there, if you own a business there. I haven't been to the city. I don't know when is the last time I visited. Me neither. I was just just thinking that. I don't, can't it's, remember either. It's just like well, why, why? Why would I well, go?
0: Why, I mean, why would you? Who? Nah. who, who I mean, who wants to take their life? You, yeah. you have to be out of your mind. Yep. Yeah. To it's do crazy. It. And, and what's my what's, wife and daughter had to be in there because my daughter was dancing on something that was in the city, and she—I mean, it was really a, a, a beautiful honor for her to go do it. But I wasn't even crazy about her having to go. But what am I going to nope. do? Right. Yeah. Send her with an undercut. I mean, what am I going to do? Hire the Mongo brothers to go protect them in the city. I mean, it's a, you know, what can you do? Yeah. But why would you go if you didn't? I mean, there's just, you know. And when I was at Hofstra, if there was nothing going on at night, we would get in the train, go into the city, go see a show. Yeah. Go to Birdland. Go to wherever. Go to a Broadway show. Go have dinner. Ride the subway. Never crossed our mind to even worry about any. I mean, just we had no worries. Yeah same with me dude i used to live there
2: yeah right on the uh uh, on the west side near 29th right near the garden and you know there's a lot of people coming coming and going so that's a busy area so there were you know your share of homeless but not not like what you're seeing these days i mean it's now scary and again like you said I had no worries. I lived on 29th Street between no. 8th and 9th. The, there was, the vibe in yeah. the city was just, it was hopping. Right. Oh, Pe- yeah. People out at all hours. You can go out at 2 a.m. and be like, I'm hungry. You could find any number of restaurants open, packed, people in there ready to, ready to serve you. No you problem could on the street. The
1: street. Yeah. You could walk down the street. I mean, just whatever. I used to love it, too, boy, but no more.
0: Jump on the I mean, subway. You, you take your life into your hands now it's when terrible. you go. Into any of these major metropolitan cities, especially the specific ones we always talk about. Yeah,
2: now you now if you're in there and you're in a car, you gotta you gotta pray for green lights. You don't want
3: to stop. <laughs> yeah, carjackings, right? Exactly. I used to leave shows two, three in the morning, just walk back to the train station, no problem. Yeah. yeah,
0: you'd never think about it. Yep, you'd never think about anything in New York City back in the '90s when I was at Hofstra, even post grad when I was. And I was in the in the in the crux of playing piano and all of these. I mean, I was in there I was playing for auditions for Broadway shows, I was playing for singers, I was playing cabarets. I was playing I was in there sometimes five nights a week. Until two, three, four in the morning. Yeah. Never thought about any of it ever. We even in even in Penn Station. We go eat in Penn Station, hang out waiting for the train. Never yeah. thought anything about anything.
1: Games, anything, uh, hockey, basketball, the garden was the place I to would, go. Costs.
0: I wouldn't go into the city. I mean, yeah. for a million-dollar check, I wouldn't go in there now unless I absolutely had to for something. Devin Nunez was on with Amanda and John tonight. And uh, Rick and Rick, you'll be interested to hear this clip because, um, well, you guys have been more on this bandwagon than I have. And you okay. might you might prove uh, proven to be right here. So here's what Devin Nunes told John and Amanda tonight.
3: My opinion is here that Biden's not going to be the nominee or uh, you know, large. I think every day that goes by the percentage increases, he's not going to be the nominee. It seems to me like what the machinery around here is doing is they're trying to get the son indicted on something, get him done. Yep. They want to they don't want to have a primary process. They don't want to have any debates because it'll look even worse for him, <laughs> for, for Biden. <laughs> Um, and then he'll become kind of the de facto, you know, he'll be the nominee. Yeah. And then before the, co- the convention, they'll say, oh, and then Obama and, and the team come in and they put, put someone in. Now, who is it they're going to pick? We don't we don't know. That's I, but, you know, but you also have the Biden machinery yeah. that will, as crazy as it is, they want to have weekend at Bernie's, you know, the old what, '80s movie. I mean, the Biden family wants movie, to keep them wants to keep yeah. them propped up, yeah. but Obama and company do not. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm hearing here. You know, just you know, just back in the swamp, and you know, what my you know, I do still have a few friends that you sure do have some <laughs> some connections to the Democrats. So we'll see.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. There you go. What do you think of that slick?
1: I I think that's gospel coming from him. I think we're onto something, Rick. I think yeah. I I have, they are not running that guy. There's no way they're running him Big D. Come on. Come on. You know that. Yeah.
2: No and, way. And, and like I said, they're going to look Weekend for they're going to look for a way for him to gracefully bow out. It's I don't think it's going to be some something where, you know, we have to indict him on something whatever. They're going to try and run cover as best they can. Uh, decrease the medication a little bit more, a little bit more. You're seeing he's falling a little more. Um, things are, he's mumbling while he's awake. Um, you know, you're, you're going to see. They're going to give him an out because they need it to be done. They don't want to damage the party. They got to protect the party. Screw the guy. We got to get him out. Let's just figure out a way to, to protect the party because well, we so. need the, the voters to think, well, they did the right thing. They let him bow out and
0: right. Well, plus, and, the party is. The party is the country for them. Their party is everything. It's, it's yeah. party before anything. It's before certainly before you, the individual, or the country, yeah. or anybody else. It's party, party all, party. party the party on. is the country to yeah. them.
2: Party on, Garth. Um, speaking of which, De- uh, Devin. I mean, uh, Devin Nunez made a good point. He said they're going to select somebody. Select. So the, the even the Democratic voters don't have a choice. This is your candidate. This is who we approve of. Either you vote for him or we'll come. Or her out of yeah. Michigan. Right, exactly. Ugh. Or, or no. out of uh, Martha's Vineyard.
0: Oh, I'd be more worried about the Michigan one or the, the, the governor out of California is the first two I'd keep yeah. my eyes on. The governor, maybe, uh, from California. Wait, Twitty? All right, live from Studio <laughs> 6B, 9 o'clock. Hour 2. <laughs> We're fired up for Hour 2. Slick Rick, what are do you doing? Come on Woo. Woo. We're checking out some Laney Wilson. Man. Who was this? So you found your opening thought, act yeah, was thought, uh, who? It uh, was Riley
2: Green. Riley Green. He was the guy that was just on before uh, Lou Comfort. Okay. That boy that can sing. not much. easy. Man. Riley Green. That's what yeah, I, I like, so. he's got, uh, he, he, he He's got guns. Man. Well, I'm going to see Lainey
0: Wilson this week. She was on the show, too. And uh, she's got Dylan Marlow with her and uh, Wyatt McCubbin, who I'm not as familiar with. Oh, Wyatt? So that's who I want to see. Nice. And um, now Lainey Wilson, she's headlining her show. Is that it? Yes. Okay. She's headlining
2: her first own show. You could use your help when it comes to uh, blocking of the hats. <laughs>
1: not oh. just, let's not get
0: started on that, please. Where's your hat? You're not bringing it yeah, in. People love hat? my hat. My, you hat bring looks, it in. my hat looks so good, it's stupid, but it'll even look better when it looks right. Are
2: you going to wear it to the show? No. Come on. you got to wear it to the oh, show. It's on. a country show. No, Enough of this not, home is where the hat is. It's not come
0: happening, on. so. Let's uh, Kamala Harris is brazenly lying about Florida's slavery curriculum. Charlie oh. Cook says it's a brazen lie the vice president this past weekend it's an astonishing lie it's an evil lie it is so untrue so deliberately and cynically misleading that in a sensible political culture harris would be obligated to issue an apology it's that kind of lie instead nbc confirms that she's going to repeat the lie today During a speech in Jacksonville, which I I guess that was the, the cut we saw that she did. Right. He says, I've been trying to work out how to best illustrate the sheer scale of Harris's falsehood, and I've come to the conclusion that the only way to achieve it is to list in one place all of the relevant parts of the course about which she is complaining. See, that's the thing. She hasn't even looked at it. Whoopi hasn't looked at it. Not so sunny. Hostin hasn't looked at it. None of them have looked at it, nor will they ever look at it, nor do they ever get educated on anything about race that they talk about. They just blabber. So he says, below, I've copied and pasted every single reference to slavery, slaves, abolitionists, civil rights, and African-Americans that are in the document. For those interested, the full curriculum... Can be seen here and he puts a link the list is extremely long that's because pace harris there's a lot in there if you're able to read it and conclude that the single reference to slaves developing skills which i've bolded is indicative of a narrative direction of the course rather than a tiny and also correct part of the course then you are beyond saving And you deserve to live your life as an ignoramus. And of course, that's what she is. There is simply no way of pursuing this course and concluding that it gaslights people or whitewashes slavery. None. Zero. Among many, many other things, it includes sections on the conditions for Africans during their passage to America, the living conditions of slaves in British North American colonies, The Caribbean, Central America, and South uh, America, including infant mortality rates, the harsh conditions and their consequences on British-American plantations. Uh, Talking about undernourishment, climate conditions, infant and child mortality rates of the enslaved versus the free. The harsh conditions in the Caribbean plantations, meaning poor nutrition, rigorous labor, disease, how the South tried to prevent slaves from escaping and their efforts to end the Underground Railroad, the overwhelming death rates caused by the practice, the many ways in which Africans resisted slavery, the ramifications of prejudice, racism, and stereotyping on individual freedoms, and the struggles faced by African-American women in the 19th century as it relates to the issues of suffrage, business, and access to education. Many of these modules apply to Florida Specifically, 191 items in the list. It contains the word slave 96 times, slaves, plural, 23 times, slavery, 45 times. I've pulled each line out in the order in which they appear, which is largely chronological. It starts with the earliest slaves and ends with the integration of the University of Florida. And he lays out exactly in the curriculum what the highlights are in what's being taught to the students there. Kamala Harris is lying, and shame on anyone who helps her do so. And that, of course, is the mainstream media. So, um, one more thing on this, and that, of course, was Scott Jensen, who appeared on CNN after the vice president gave this ridiculous remark. Cut to Aaron, roll that.
3: Well, it's amazing to me that how little Kamala Harris apparently has to do, that she can read something on Twitter one day and be on an airplane the next to make uh, something literally out of nothing. This is a completely made-up deal. I looked at the standards. I even looked at an analysis of the standards in every instance where the word slavery or slave was used. I even read the statement of the African-American scholars that wrote the standards, not Ron DeSantis, but the scholars. Everybody involved in this says, this is completely a fabricated issue. And yet, look how quickly Kamala Harris jumped on it. So the fact that this is her best moment, a fabricated matter, is pretty ridiculous, in my opinion. Let's get out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, all right. On to other things. In in a story that was, um, I mean, I, I, I don't see how this is not a bombshell story. It didn't seem to get the coverage of a bombshell story. But that is Margot Cleveland today in the Federalist. And here's the headline. FBI told Delaware, US attorney, it had already partially corroborated Biden bribery claim, sources now say. FBI agents told the Delaware US Attorney's Office that they had already corroborated multiple details in the F D ten twenty three a source told The Federalist. Now, how is that not a bombshell (laughs) headline? Given what Comer had to go through to even get this to light, uh, Grassley had to go through to get this to light. The stonewalling, the not giving it over, the saying that the the sources and methods, it's an unclassified document to start with. But remember what he went through to get this? Yeah, it was jumping through hoops. It was,
2: uh, you know... Threats of subpoenas uh, against uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray because they weren't producing the documents they are supposed to produce for the oversight committee, the committee that oversees their work to make sure they're doing the work the way they're supposed to. Obviously, when they're hiding something, it's because, well, they've done something wrong and they don't want you or anybody to know about it.
0: So she says, when the Pittsburgh FBI office briefed the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office on evidence implicating Hunter and Joe Biden in a bribery scheme, the agents also told the Delaware team that they had already corroborated several aspects of the confidential human source's claim. An individual familiar with the briefing told the Federalist, The Federalists all learned that the Pittsburgh FBI office had corroborated several details, contained in the FD-1023 as part of the intake process that former Attorney General Bill Barr established before the election under the leadership of the Western District of Pennsylvania's then-U.S. Attorney Scott Brady. Significantly, in briefing the Delaware U.S. Attorney on the results of their office's screening of the evidence related to Ukraine, the Pittsburgh FBI agents told the Delaware office they had corroborated Multiple facts included in the FD-1023, an individual with knowledge of the briefing told the Federalist. So if they already corroborated some of it, and then Grassley comes asking for it, and they do what they did, what are we supposed to think other than they're trying to just cover Biden's ass the whole way here?
2: Is there another way to read this? Uh, Well, you could take it as what you said, or you could take it from the position of they're just trying to cover Biden's ass no matter what happens. So
0: no, there is no other way. Following the late June 2020 interview with the confidential human source, the Pittsburgh FBI office obtained travel records for the confidential human source. And those records confirmed... That the confidential human source had traveled to the locales detailed in the FD-1023 during the relevant time period. The trips included a late 2015 or early 2016 visit to Kiev, a trip uh, a couple of months later to Vienna, Austria, and then travel to London in 2019. During their briefing of the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, the Pittsburgh FBI agent said that the FD-1023 bore uh, the credibility that it needed and that it merited further investigations. The person familiar with that briefing now confirms the agents also informed the Delaware office that the Perts- Pittsburgh FBI had corroborated the confidential human source's presence in the various cities at the Times claimed. <laughs> The Federalist has also learned, you know, this reminds me of a thing I saw on social media today about Miranda Devine's reporting. Of course, Miranda Devine has been basically a window into what's to come. She's been a window into the future. Everything she has reported on has absolutely come true. And she's doing it once again now. And I saw somebody online reporting on uh, Miranda Devine, if it's true. (laughs) And and I think she actually responded saying, well, when has it not been true? But when you think about Miranda Devine's reporting, John Solomon's reporting, and this whole story, and when we learn things like this, there hasn't been, has there been one thing, one major thing that we have found out, going all the way back to the laptop and the suppression of that, what was on it, and this, that, and the other thing, and now this, that hasn't been true. That hasn't been exactly what we thought. And, and I think that's exactly what we're set up to see with Devin Archer. I think we're going to yeah. absolutely hear that that text message. I'm sitting here with my father. Remember that? Yep. That that's exactly the scenario he's going to lay out. And these guys knew
2: it. And they corroborated it. Yeah. And they knew it all just like with the with the laptop. They had corroborated. They knew that laptop was real when that story broke, and they knew months earlier that that laptop was real. But they still compelled Twitter, you got to shut this down, even though they knew it was true. And, of course, the the lemmings at Twitter were, were more than happy to, yes, we need to shut it down because the protection of the Biden crew was in
0: full effect. The Federalist has also learned that the confidential human source's handler corroborated this, the confidential human source's claim that he had met with Zander Ostapenko. According to the source with knowledge of the matter, the confidential human source's handler told the Pittsburgh's FBI agents that the confidential human source told his handler he had an upcoming meeting with Ostapenko. The CHS's contemporaneous claim of the planned rendezvous With Austin Panko, tracked the timing of one of the visits the CHS claimed in the FD 1023 to have had with Austin Panko. So, once again, everything so far has exactly lined up. The FBI knew it and then roadblocked Grassley from getting this when they learned that the the existence of this document. You draw your own conclusions. the blues on a monday night let me talk to you about our friends from birch gold we are uh days away from the durbin accords no not little dick durbin who by the way has COVID i think for like the 19th time he only got like eight shots and nine boosters so he's got COVID for like the third or fourth time a couple more dick you'll uh, you'll be all right The greatest threat to the U.S. dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years is going to be the Durban Accords. On August 22nd, BRICS nations Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa are expected to announce the launch of a new international uh, international super currency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the U.S. and the U.S. dollar as cornerstones of the global financial systems. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Well, you can diversify yourself into that same gold. And, of course, you can do it with our friends from Birch Gold. Historically, gold has been a safer haven in times of high uncertainty, which, of course, is right now. Get a free information kit on gold, IRAs, and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word America right now to 989898. There is a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP, and it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings Text America right now to the number 989898 and get your free information kit from our friends at Birch Gold. 18 past the hour, live from Studio 6B. Let's do a little more sports here. Sports is brought to you by our friend Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Of course, use our code LFS6B if you're going to shop there. And if you do, send in those receipts, and we're sending out the shirt of the month. I got a nice email. Someone forwarded me a nice email that someone sent in. Um, from someone who got their shirt of the month and had a nice picture of her husband wearing it. And he and and said when he read the shirt, realized that the shirt basically described everything that he was about. Uh, here it is, right here. It's from Corinne. uh my husband loves your shirt of the month. You sent him. He is everything that is written on this shirt. We watch your show weekday nights, and we love it. Thank you. And it's a great shot. Uh, can you, I'm going to see if I can. Can you blow that up? Can we get this in, in full screen? Look at this. Can we put, is, is, will this go up? There you go. Oh, oh there he look is. Look at that. Oh, look at that. With the cigar, oh, cigar too. I love that cigar right there. <laughs> oh, he's a man after your own heart, Big deal. There he is. There he
1: looking is. good. Oh, nice. Sharp looking shirt. Looking yeah. Good looking guy. Sharp looking guy. Sharp nice. looking shirt. With the like cigar is
0: the best part. Looking good. All right. Thanks, And he's so. an individual free
2: thinker. Yes, he is. As well, many in this audience are. He looked like some of the folks I saw
0: at the Luke Combs show. That's right. And you're, you're worried about individual liberty. And you're worried about republicanism, little r. And you're interested in lim- limited government and natural law and economic prosperity and upward mobility and so many other things I could have put on this shirt but didn't have space to do it. But those are the things you're interested in. The civil society uh, through a through a constitution that establishes a republican form of governance. With distinct limits and boundaries, no wokeness or artificial intelligence added. And that's exactly right. Come on. So, uh, so if you want that uh, free shirt of the month, just send in your um, my pillow receipts. That's the way to do it. We'll send you out. Just tell us your size, and we'll send you one out. Uh,
1: Slick Rick, what's going on in sports? All right, while we're being demonstrative in our introductions in this segment, we got the fiesta. Rodeo tonight, Big D, in Spanish Fork, Utah. It's the Spanish Fork (laughs) Arena. Fork it over, baby. And I got it. Bareback riding Clayton Bigelow, 86 points on Frontier Rodeo's high heels. And and, uh, we got Steer Wrestling, second round, Tyler Pearson, 3.9 seconds. Team Roping, second round, Brenton Hall and Peyton Brave, four point four seconds flat, actually. Saddle Bronk, Logan Cook, 85 points on Frontier Rodeo's Molly Brown. Tie down Roping, we have Cash Enderale. Ender seconds. Bow Racing, Savannah Bennett, 17.15 tenths. Total payout, $436,438. Rodeo wrapped up yesterday. And, uh, well, we'll get to a couple of quick stories. But before we do that, let's get to some scores. Baseball, we got some good games tonight. Certainly, uh, we got the Phillies and the Orioles. Orioles lead that 3-2, bottom of the ninth. Good game there. And then uh, Rockies bombing the Nationals, 8-1 in D.C. Royals over the Guardians, 5-3. That's in the bottom of the ninth. Ninth. The Twins lead the Mariners two to one, mid seven. Good one in Milwaukee. Reds on top of the Brewers two to one. Cincinnati looking for their sixth in a row, and it would a win tonight. They'll take over first place, but they got a bullpen that needs help, and it's only the bottom of the fourth. So don't count the Brewers out, who are two and eight, actually eight and two against the Reds. They've beaten the Reds eight out of ten. So uh, Rangers six four over the Astros. That's in the top of the fourth, and earlier tonight Tigers over the Giants five to one. A couple of games coming up out west. I'll get to those in the last segment if I have the opportunity. And here we go. Alarming! Browns Marquise Goodwin sidelined with blood clots in legs and lungs. This is Dylan Gwynne of Breitbart. Browns receiver Marquise uh, Goodwin has had his season derailed in its very early stages after blood clots were discovered in his legs and lungs, the team announced Friday. The Browns put their receiver on the non-football illness list after he began experiencing shortness of breath and leg discomfort. With blood clots revealed in the ensuing examination, team medical staff decided that the 32-year-old receiver would need to miss the start of training camp. It was really alarming at first because I've, I've experienced injury throughout my career, but it's not ever been anything like this that could turn into something detrimental if it's not taken care of, Goodwin told the Browns website. It was frightening at first, but now I'm at ease with it. I prayed and just given it over to God. It's out of my control, and the only thing I can control is my effort and attitude and how I approach each day. Goodwin is in his 10th year in the league and uh, his first with the Browns. He has had uh, it was the third round selection with the Bills back in 2013, and while Goodwin wants to return to the field, as soon as possible he understands the process is involved and uh well we'll see what happens with that big d but you know just another one of these stories like that young lady earlier tonight we are talking about blood clots and uh you know it's been, it seems to be popping up quite a bit and uh I have a feeling we may be onto something as to why. And Saudi Soccer uh, Club offers $1.1 $1. $1 billion deal for French star Kylian Mbappe. This is Dylan Gwynne and Breitbart as well. I'll tell you, you got to watch out. These Saudis are moving in, man. If anyone required further proof that Saudi Arabia is essentially trying to buy the world of sports, that proof has arrived. According to a report from the front office sports, Saudi Soccer Club... Al Hilal has offered French soccer sensation Kylian Mbappe a whopping $1.1 billion to play only one year for the Saudi squad. What? Ooh, that's, that's not a bad, uh, bad year's work. As the details state, not all the money would go to Mbappe. The French strikers' current a squad, Paris Saint-Germain, which they're big, uh, would receive a $332 million buyout as part of the deal. He's still walking away with six and change, 668 there, right? But the entirety of the offer exceeds $1 billion, and again, it's only for one year. Whether Mbappe signs the deal remains to be seen, but the deal's implications, along with news of the merger between the PGA Tour and Live Golf, sent a very very clear and distinct message to sports leagues worldwide. If the Saudis want your league and your stars, they can have them. Uh, What will Western sport leagues uh, which have previously not been covered by the Saudis decide to do all about it? It's only a matter of time before the Saudis try to buy an NFL franchise. Does the NFL have to let them purchase a franchise? Absolutely not. But here's the problem as sports pro football talk Mike Florio laid out earlier. If the Saudis care enough, they can open their own competing league and buy off all the best talent from the NFL draft. The NFL which has forever been the standard of excellence in American football could become the equivalent of the USFL or the XFL over time will that happen who knows but if the Saudis want it to happen it can happen, so yeah, wow. I, I believe somebody, some Saudi firm, is investing in Washington, uh, in the uh, in in the capitals and the wizards. I, I thought I heard that uh, somebody from Saudi bought a small percentage of of those teams. So don't surprise me in Washington, but uh, you know it's scary, big deal. See what happens, but that's a wrap in sports.
0: All right, so Greg, very good. We'll do some more sports. John Solomon told Grant Stinchfield, I guess right before us, that uh, David Weiss, the prosecutor. Will appear in front of Congress yep. and answer questions uh, raised by the IRS whistleblowers about the Hunter Biden case. So the DOJ is going to allow Weiss to testify. So that's the news. John Solomon broke a grand stinch field. Um, so we'll uh, see. I think still think they should all sit at the same table. But uh, I guess one of the times what we're going to have to deal with. So. Yeah,
2: supposedly, Weiss won't be available till October.
0: Uh-huh. 6B on a monday night let's uh let's do some news with rick delgado news is brought to you by our friends at early treatment meds early treatment meds all one word dot com early treatment meds use our code lfs6p at checkout it'll save you 50 percent off what you put in your cart What's going on in the news, Mr. Delgado? All
2: right. On some personal news, don't use budget. Rent a car if you're uh, trying to get a car on Long Island. They're terrible.
0: Well, so, like, why are they terrible? (laughs) Let's hammer time here. Let's go. Come on. Let's see. I I had set it up. Again,
2: went to the show, Luke Combs. Now we're bringing a total of six of us. We don't have a car big enough for six. So I was like, I'm going to rent something. That's a good thought idea, right? So I went ahead and rented a minivan. Kids love the minivans. They're fun. We get in, plenty of room, all that stuff. Rented the minivan, set it up. One thirty was my pickup time for budget. Rent a car. I go there at one thirty for my pickup time. And what am I told? We don't have the keys. Okay. They, they can't find the keys. So I'm, I'm assuming it's just they're they're going to run back. They're going to grab the keys and get it to me, right? It's going to be about 15, 20 minutes, he said. 15, 20 minutes for keys? Why do you need that long for keys? I mean, I've rented plenty of cars all over the country. Never had a problem um no key all right well when are you gonna get the key about 15 20 minutes you know what i'm on a hard schedule but i'll wait no problem go ahead uh 15 20 minutes go by still no key now i'm dealing with uh bob marley and father time behind the <laughs> counter and they got they got nothing's going on upstairs if you know what i mean they are doing nothing why because well i look over to the side and there are other people sitting there as well and i hear one woman go huh you've only been here 20 minutes so far we've been here two hours oh. two hours two well, did hours you ever get your keys two hours they were waiting they came off a flight they booked this thing months in advance no keys no mm. car for the people sitting there for two hours I felt bad for them I felt worse for me because again I'm on a hard schedule I gotta go uh now it's 30 minutes later now I'm I'm literally pacing around I'm one I'm one of those I'm I'm close to the I'm close to this to just flipping out and losing it yeah uh, doesn't happen I waited for 37 minutes and I said you know what I gotta go. But you suck, and I'm out of here. So I left. Again, no key, no car. Now I got to figure out how to get the family and their friends up to the show as comfortable as possible. We figured it out because you know we have brains and, and we do. And you're flexible, right? So <laughs> yeah. we figured it out. But gotta be flexible. again, when it's you a, have when you have a, a flex I mean, time. <laughs> talking about budget rent a car. You got one job. It's yeah. in the name. Right. Rent a car. Right. Have the cars. Right. So right. you should have the car. If you look rent the, the lot, cars, have the keys. Right. I look outside into the lot. <laughs> Remember they got the Alamo. tons of cars, but I guess they have no keys for these cars that <laughs> are sitting hurts. there to yeah.
0: rent for that them. Hurt. Exactly. It hurts. That definitely hurts. Exactly. That's, that
2: hurts. So yeah. don't uh, use budget <laughs> rent a car, especially on Long Island and Iceland, oh, airport, yeah. because they're terrible. Try another Enterprise. And the people there. That- yeah. Enterprise is great, by the way. I've used Enterprise. Surprised? Plenty of times. I see what you're doing here. Never had a problem. All right, what's going on? All in the right, news goodbye, the
0: story wasn't so, as good as I thought it was going to be, but I that's know. all right.
2: Well, because they got one job, they couldn't do one job. Wasn't Get a car. $1.
3: one car. I was hoping he got it, and the wheels fell off halfway there. Oh, <laughs> oh, at, at least I would have had it.
0: Wow, that's rough. That's it. That's a rough ride. Right, what's friend. going on in the news? <laughs> that was it. Well, no, well, no. <laughs> You should have to one of those UFOs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what's surprising is that with I want to give you a recommendation. Yeah, go ahead. I want you to watch a show called Redacted with Clayton Morris, formerly of Fox. Okay. Very good show. I really like watching him. His latest episode. Did it have to do with budget
2: rental? <laughs> no, no, uh-huh. it did Because they're terrible. Don't use budget rental.
0: Yeah, no. Um, you might want to watch it. Okay. I, I can't even Redacted. get into how off the rails it is to me, but for you, you'll love it. <laughs> for it. For you, so, it's right up your alley. I want you to watch it. Redacted. Yes. What's his, what's his name? Clayton Morris and redacted. Clayton Morris. Yes. Let me write that down. All
2: right. So, uh, believe it or not, with all the uh, with all the speak of UFOs, I got no no UFO stories for you, but I do have this. Since we were talking about uh, uh, blood clots before, serious doubt about the COVID nineteen vaccine safety after forced release of. 15,000 pages of clinical trial data, according to this uh, conservative public interest advocacy group called Defending the Republic, DTR, as they have obtained almost 15,000 pages of Moderna COVID-19 vaccine clinical trial data, claiming that the data shows an utter lack of thoroughness of the trials and calls, uh, calls the vaccine, vaccine safety into serious doubt. As a result of a successful freedom of information uh, litigation against the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the group recently announced that it obtained and is releasing nearly 15,000 pages of the documents uh, relating to the testing and adverse events associated with spike Vax. That's what Moderna calls their COVID-19 vaccine. Since 2022, the group has been involved in trying to litigate against the FDA in relation to the production of data submitted by Moderna in support of its application for the federal regulators for approval of its vaccine. As a result, the FDA agreed to produce 24,000 pages. Uh, By the end of the year, with the first 15,000 pages just being delivered, the records of which relate to the adverse uh, events related to the vaccine, the public can be assured It says here that the spike facts meets the FDA's high standards of safety, according to the acting FDA uh, commissioner, Janet Woodstock, Mm -hmm. said in a statement earlier this year. But the new data calls us into question as the advocacy group says that there are tens of thousands of pages of clinical trial data released by the FDA that there is serious doubt about both the safety of the spike facts and the FDA standards for approval. The uh, the studies reveal the causes of death, serious adverse events, and instances of neurological disorders potentially associated with spike vax. So, you know, this goes on. This is coming from the Epoch Times. The Epoch Times. Uh, you can go look this up for yourself. Again, calling into question the safety uh, of the COVID-19 vaccine from Moderna. So,
0: yeah, well, I think we did that like four years. I think we did that like three years ago, yeah. calling in the safety of it. And then again, we, we started this, the show, but with all these stories of, uh, this guy in the soccer pitch the other day, and we yep. got Tori Kelly tonight. We saw Jamie Foxx put a video out for the first time. We've seen him. He looks drastically different. He says doesn't he went he he? to hell back. But doesn't um, he look really different? He looks really different. Weird. Um, no, no I, don't, I don't think he looks necessarily bad. He does. He definitely looks different. His yeah. face is different. It looks like he, as he said, he went through hell. Now, as Dr. Peter McCullough says, when are some of these guys going to demand some answers if they don't already have them and they're just going to play hush and there's nothing you can do about that if they're going to? Right. But you would think that they would want to demand some answers and you would hope that one of them would have the guts to step up. And if it is related, that we would get to know about that. Yeah.
2: Well, hopefully they will. Hopefully somebody will say, you know what? I've got to say something. Because uh, until they do, and of course, they'll be attacked for it. But until they do, uh, it's it's all going to be conspiracy theory. Everybody thinks it's a conspiracy theory. Until after a little while, you decide uh, or you find out it really wasn't a theory after all.
0: Speaking of um, speaking of COVID and not directly of COVID, but um, of course, we always heard about long COVID. Daniel Horowitz has a piece today. Um Entitled Long Economic COVID and Bidenomics, Cashless, Homeless, and Jobless, is what the American people are suffering through. Long COVID, in a way, financially, similar to uh, what people said they went through when they said I went through long COVID, meaning with the, with the sickness. We're going through a version of long COVID economically. And he says, as the president has redefined Bidenomics as building the economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down, he says, in fact, Bidenomics is really the economy's equivalent to long COVID, whereby the same middle class suffers permanent degradation of quality of life and standard of living while being caught in the permanent and uh, degenerative cycle of government debt. Inflation and market manipulation. Despite the continued rosy economic projections from this White House, incontrovertible data shows that because of the COVID lockdown policies uh, he and his predecessor supported and the new policies they enacted to fix the market distortions created by the endless debt driven inflation. A young family in the United States now has to live on the top of the economic period to even afford basic living. We are suffering a vicious cycle of long economic COVID in which supply of vital goods is scarce, costs are high, credit is tight, cash and houses are gone. And that's after tapping out trillions of printed money, hundreds of millions of barrels of oil from the strategic Petroleum Reserve, with the government's stimulus tricks in the arsenal depleted, the national consequences will soon play out. Housing is more unaffordable now than ever. The government has artificially inflated the housing market by keeping interest rates unnaturally low for so long and purchasing mortgage-backed securities since 2008. In response to COVID, the Federal Reserve lowered rates to zero and brought $2.6 trillion in mortgage-backed securities, together with choking off the supply of new construction during the lockdowns and then incurring the effects of the residual increased cost of building materials because of the debt-fueled inflation it created, an insane housing bubble fueled both on the supply and on the demand sides. Consequently, housing prices are so high relative to income that mortgages have now become unaffordable if they are not tethered to historically low interest rates. So now a 7% mortgage rate on today's housing price is more unaffordable than any time in history. In 2021, at a 30-year fixed rate of 2.96, a total cost on a $400,000 mortgage would have been $604,180. By the time you paid the house off. At the current seven point seven percent, take that six hundred and four thousand and you can almost double it. One million twenty seven thousand five hundred and twenty nine dollars for the cost of that same four hundred thousand dollar house. Wow. Wow. Think about how insane that is. Insane. And of course, those same interest rates are affecting us every day, every week, as we get this new issuance of debt from the Treasury just issuing debt in hundreds of billions and billions of dollars, a trillion in five months we've, we've issued, and you look at what that debt is going to cost us as opposed to what it would have costed us even three years ago, the numbers, you know, <laughs> we've said this before. Economic, the, economics works only until it doesn't. And we are rapidly approaching a time in this country where the economics simply do not start to work. And they unravel at a brisk pace when they start to unravel. A new report from real estate brokerage Redfin shows that homes are turning over at the slowest pace in a decade. I mean, if you're lucky enough to even own a house, and you've been in it for a while, you bought it in the last seven years, outside of the last year and a half, two years, you're probably sitting on somewhere between a three and three quarters interest rates, even down to 296 how could you possibly sell you cannot sell even if you want to sell you can, you're trapped as a seller and you certainly can't you're trapped as a buyer unless you're in the top one of one percent and where it doesn't matter because who could lock in an eight percent mortgage rate for 30 years even if you have to pay it for a couple of years and then refinance it credit is so tight you can't even get approved i mean it's just an absolute disaster <clears throat> No, bottom out, middle up, middle out, bottom up. Don't worry though. Bidenomics. Alright, more sports and news coming up right after this. 13 to the hour live from Studio 6B. I love when I get pictures like this. Look at these two handsome fellows with some nice-looking ah, nice. shirts on right there. Nice. Look at that. Look what at even, that. Is that? even is that? What even is that? Crazy town. We don't have any crazy towns anymore because Biden never damn talks.
1: <laughs> what a shame.
0: Every day I used to go to YouTube and put in Biden's speech today, and there it is. And I cut it up, in crazy town, boom, done. Now it's they won't even put a mic in front of them.
1: Sound like the mute.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy doesn't talk anymore. But those are what? some good looking boys oh, right there. Those nice are some good looking shirts. shirts well, so he
2: struggles to just cobble together two sentences that are written for him. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a problem going on.
0: So I got my straight out of Dupont shirt. Someone said, Damon, what's your shirt say? Straight out of Dupont. Maybe somebody's new to the show. Of course, that's Joe Biden's one of his famous uh, crazy town moments. Uh, but uh, all these shirts available over at livefromstudio6b.com, including some of the new ones. Uh, Which I absolutely love this weekend that I saw. And there's a Try That in a Small Town shirt. Is there? Try That in a Small Town shirt's available. We got an American Patriot shirt available. We got a couple other good ones, some sayings.
2: Have you seen all the all the reactions to that? Uh, try that in small town stuff, like oh, man, on, it's, uh, TikToks and and I mean, you've got people of all races and and ethnicities oh, doing yeah. little TikToks and you know,
0: try, because <laughs> I, I feel like some of the funny ones, the yeah. guys like looking for the racist words and then he's <laughs> he's looking around, he can't find them, of right. course.
2: But 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 the funny thing is because immediately, what does the left do? Oh, small town, you must be white, right? Meanwhile, I'm seeing black people. I'm seeing Asian people. I'm seeing all, th- oh, yeah. all different types of people, you know, doing stuff for that song. Because guess what? Most of America is, is, is small towns. They're not big cities. And most of the people that live there are all different races, all different ethnicities. Yeah.
0: We've said this. We've talked about the suburbs. It's they're insane. All so div- they're more diverse now, the suburbs, than they've ever been. Right. But specifically to the heart of America, like you're talking, small towns like that, like what Jason Aldean is talking about, they're, they're as diverse as they could be. And and he and he nails the feeling in these small towns. As you're hearing from, like you said, black people, white people, all, all people who are doing these reaction videos to this nonsense going, listen to the song going, number one, the song is killer. Right. And number two, he's right on. Come try come try that here and see how far <laughs> yeah, you get. See, see it ain't going to go too well for see you. See how far it gets you. Yeah, exactly. So the country community, seemingly, Luke Bryan, Brantley Gilbert, uh, some real patriots, uh, obviously John Rich, uh, have all um, have all kind of um, you know surrounded the wagons around Jason Aldean. Saw some live cuts of some concerts. On social media this weekend of people calling Jason L D now, basically saying, Hey brother, we got your back. Yep. Travis Tritt, right? Travis Tritt. Yep. Um Cody Johnson. I saw him. Yeah, and then you got uh what's his name? Garth Broke. Um who decided <laughs> oh, oh, you know God. what? God just
2: <laughs> he puts out he put he's asking Garth Brooks. <laughs> he's asking people
0: to give money to Ukraine. Ukraine. He's asking for Ukraine money. You know what's interesting about that though? I saw that him oh, and his wife. Yes. So, another people, country artist. What's but some people again? argue, some people argue on the right, from the right, have argued that they'd rather, it's, they're actually more supportive of that way. So, if, if, you, if you subscribe to Garth Brooks and you want to donate out of your pocket, go right ahead. Stop the government from giving all of our money to do it. So, if, if, if Garth wants to pitch you and you want to you give him a million dollars, go right ahead. Give him a million dollars. But I don't want to. Right. So, the country doesn't want to. So some argue that they actually like that better.
2: Uh, and you know what? If that's you, it it, it would be all the lefties. Because uh, most people, they don't want anything to do with Ukraine. Him and his wife, why don't they write the big checks? How about
0: you guys write but the big the checks? that's the point. Right. You're making the point, though, right? That's, that's the point. You write the checks. Right. You write the checks. If Garth, Stop s- asking If you like what do. Garth is saying, go right ahead and join him. Right. Write him a check, and you go have a great time. Leave us alone.
2: Let us know how that works. out.
0: Yeah. Um... All right, LOL the day. This woman wants to be the governor of someplace. And it doesn't even matter where because she shouldn't <laughs> even be whatever she's already elected to. She shouldn't be because she went and gave her first interview to be um, to run for governor. And here's how it went. Roll that, Aaron. Madam Mayor, thanks for joining us. Thanks for
3: being here. we're both here. Yeah, (laughs) it's all good. So tell us why you're running for governor.
0: I'm running for governor, Adam, because we need to support our local communities. It's critical that we ensure that our residents have opportunities to succeed. And that
4: means supporting our local uh, private, our, our can I? I'm sorry.
3: We actually
0: don't restart anything. Here, okay. So. I'm sorry. No. It,
4: uh, uh, it means that.
0: <laughs> oh, Whoops. She, seems, she seems ready. Ah, she's ready. She's, she's voiced. ready. Poised. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a. Uh... That's when you can't. You couldn't memorize the whole book report. Right. You can't memorize all of the, uh, the, the droning on that. You're going to do the same uh, talking points. Yeah. That's,
2: that's the you... campaign speech, the script. I wrote it all out, the Marco Rubio, yeah. Mike Pence moment, where I got I can't respond to what you said. I, I, got, I got to stick to my script. Oh, I messed it up. Can I start again?
0: Yeah, no, no, you can't. No, no. <laughs> yes, <we're... laughs> Can I put my
2: mask on? <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Can't read a... my lips. Please. All right, Slick, so what else is going on in sports?
1: All Quick, right, more. well, let's get to the hot rod, Big D. Fire it up for the NHRA. We love the NHRA here. Flavor Pack NHRA Northwest Nationals wrapped up over the weekend in Canada And... Washington, big D. Steve Torrance, the great Steve Torrance, probably the number one, took the top fuel. Uh, Tim Wilkerson, funny car. A Cage Herrera, pro-stock motorcycle. Jackie Frick in the top alcohol dragster. Doug Gordon, top alcohol funny car. And Joseph Arrowsmith, at, ooh, Arrowsmith, good name there. Competition Eliminator. <laughs> hey, loving an elevator. Justin Lamb, stock eliminator. Garrett Sides took super comp. And Paul Nero, super gas. So that's NHRA. And let me get a couple quick scores, real. Really quick down to baseball. Here we go. Uh, Rockies right now bombing the Nationals. 10-4. Bottom nine. Top nine. Mariners edging the Twins 3-2. Reds continue to lead the Brewers 2-1. That's mid-six. Brewers coming up to bat. That's for first place tonight as well. Rangers 6-4 over the Astros. Bottom five bottom of the first, Cardinals and Diamondbacks uh, Cardinals up two zip, and uh, Padres lead the Pirates 1-0, bottom first earlier tonight, Tigers over the Giants 5-1, uh, get the quick story, Big D, well, let's go uh, this is, uh, we'll talk about Max Verstappen holds on in Hungary to clinch Red Bull's 12th season win Alyssa Klang of uh, Yardbock Formula 1 fans have grown accustomed to seeing Red Bull's Max Verstappen in first place in 2023, the Dutchman spent 248 consecutive laps leading Grand Prix, the third longest Stint in uh, in first in the history of the sport, but at at the Hungarian Grand Prix this weekend, everything looks set to uh, Lewis Hamilton of Mercedes outqualify Verstappen by three thousandths of a second to snatch first place on the Hungarian starting grid. Verstappen, for the first time in a long time, would have come had to come from behind, and we shouldn't have doubted him. Verstappen got a strong start off the line and passed Hamilton in Turn One of the Grand Prix. It was enough to set Red Bull for uh, set up Red Bull for a record-breaking twelfth victory in this Formula One season. Big D, so yeah we got a lot of we hit the road with a lot of rubber tonight between the NHRA, NASCAR, and Formula One big D and that's a in sports circling back
0: to you all right, Slick Rick, very good. what else is going on in the news, Delgado? All right. Well, Sound of freedom is enjoying
2: an extended um, positive run as they have now crossed over one hundred and twenty five million dollars in just uh, three weeks after the release right here in North America. it's an impressive milestone for the low budget faith based film, especially at the height of the summer blockbuster season. It also marks the first indie release in the post-pandemic times to surpass 100 million in domestic box office. Sound of Freedom stands as the 16th currently highest-grossing film, a North American release of the year, and at this rate, it looks to be climbing past uh, Scream Six and The Flash, um, which is insane when you consider the the budget. And I looked it up. The budget for uh, Sound of Freedom was approximately $14 million. They've now crossed over $125 million. The Flash budget of $220 million. Sure. And worldwide at this point is 268000000 Mm-hmm. So well, they're doing go. very well. And I must say, even, uh, even uh, some other people in my house went to see it
0: good young kids all right as always we salute our military active and active retired uh police firefighters first responders all emergency personnel everybody on the front lines protecting us thanks everybody on the show thanks aaron thanks friend most of all thank you the live from studio 6b audience we'll see you over there live from studio6b.com go check out that try that in a small town t-shirt that's available now over there plus we'll have news news We'll see you over there live from Studio6B.com. We'll see you back here tomorrow night, 8 p.m. right here live from Studio 6B.